Hi everybody, welcome to today's episode of Kiwis in Business. I've definitely met a lot of inspirational and driven business owners since starting this podcast, and today's guest, Priscilla Chand, is no different. Priscilla exudes an incredible amount of passion and is driven to help women build their own freelancing businesses and succeed. Earlier this year, she launched Hire Her, the first marketplace in Australasia for freelance women. She's building a community where women work together to achieve their goals and excel in life. With a dollar from every freelance booking going towards the not-for-profits at Ballyfull New Zealand and Women's Refuge. I'm really delighted to welcome Priscilla to today's show. Hi Priscilla, thanks for joining me. It's so lovely to have you here. Thanks Linda, I'm so grateful for this opportunity. Oh well look, you've had quite a a busy time lately actually. You've been in a few media interviews and I'm really privileged to have you on the show because I know that um, your profile and your business profile is really growing. So it's such an exciting time to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much. It's um, been a blessing. I just think the timing's been right. Um, there's just been a lot of things that have happened with the pandemic and how it's impacted women. And um, Hire Her has just been, I guess, launched at the right time to help these women. So, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done, you. Um, look, now, before we jump into talking about your business, which I can't wait to hear all about. Um, yes. I want to hear about you as a person. So <laughs> give me a little That's summary right. of of who you are and what your life involves. Okay, well, I am uh, was born in Australia, brought up in New Zealand. Um, my background is a Fiji Indian heritage. Um, so my parents are from um, Fiji. Nice. And obviously, you know that there's so much going on at the moment with COVID over there, so it's been really tough. But yes, I'm also a mum to two girls. I have a 10-month-old baby and a two-year and 10-month-old toddler. Wow. Um, <laughs> really lovely and supportive husband. Um, and I live in Auckland in East Auckland. Lovely. Oh, lovely. Gosh, that must keep you busy. Two kids under three. (laughs) Oh, very busy. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's also what made me um, also decide to get into business and to start this concept. It's almost like been a driving factor of me being a mum and wanting to balance things on my terms and not go back to full-time employment. Um, so it's actually one of the, I'll tell you about that a little bit later. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that resonates for many mums out there. Yeah. So Priscilla, you've had yeah. quite a career path yourself um, before deciding to, well, be a mum and start a business. So give me yeah. a little bit of a summary of uh, your, your career path, because I understand you've got a, yeah. a lot of experience in the marketing domain. Yes, so um, basically started off um, at Westpac and was in marketing there. But from a very early age in my career, I was in that sort of tech and digital marketing space. So I was around a lot of like technology um, and I just saw a lot of changes that were happening um, in marketing. And then from being in corporate, I also moved into working in lots of different um, startups and uh, I think it was like agencies and um, consultancies. And then I went... My final role prior to having my first daughter mm. was at AMP. And so I've just had, like, I think it's almost like those skills and the different, um, I guess, experiences that I had in different companies led me to become an all-rounder marketer. Like, I almost wasn't an expert in one space. I did so many things um, in mm. those different companies, mm. which I think that's probably how I've had the courage to then start this business. Mm. Courage. I like that. It is courage when you start your own business. So fantastic. So the marketing space, I mean, it's such a fascinating industry to work in and there's just so much 
growth and change, especially when it comes to startups and tech. And I'm yeah. sure you, like yeah. you say, you learned so much. Um, so did you stop working at, at AMP just at the, when the birth of your first child came along? So what happened was like, I was going to go back to AMP after one year. Um, and then there was an, like, they went through a bit of a change in the marketing team and they were like, right, we're going to give you like a new role. But I was like, look, I actually want to do it on a part-time basis. So I want to cut back on the hours. I just wasn't ready to go back to full-time employment with my one-year-old. I mm. wanted to spend more time with her. Mm. And then it just didn't work out. And then I was like, you know, this is okay. I just, I want to enjoy the time I have with my children because I'm not going to have that forever. And I, may I say that is a blessing because not every mother has that opportunity. Yeah. But I did have that opportunity and I wanted to harness that. Mm. And I just knew that um, I was like, I'm going to find a way to balance and integrate like work and my like kids. And I mm. guess that's what, you know, and then I spent probably two plus years just being a mom. I had my first daughter and then I had my second daughter. Okay. Um, and I rested in that time. I didn't, you know, I didn't work, but I, I did spend a lot of time in personal development. Okay. I listened to a lot of entrepreneurs and um, a lot of stories about just how you have the courage and the ability to go out there and do things in your life and on your terms. Mm. And I think it's like all of that work then led me to the concept of Hire Her and then actually starting the business. Yeah. And look, I do follow you on your social pages and you often share really inspirational sayings and podcasts, yeah. like mainly coming out of, you know, the US and overseas international that you listen to that yeah. I've actually begun, I've started listening to. And yes, I agree, right. they kind of give you that boost or the energy or the, the courage that you need to uh think differently and step out and embrace those, I guess, fears and turn them into yeah. successful business ideas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what it is, Linda, I really believe in mindset. You know, it's actually being able to tell yourself that you can have the answers to anything because truly like there is, there are books out there. You have Google, you have experts that are constantly sharing free advice. You know, um, it's just, yes, you I 100% believe that we're capable of anything that we can set our mind to. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, has enabled me to, you know, to even launch this freelance platform, which is one of the hardest mm -hmm. businesses to actually get into. Mm -hmm. It is very tough. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about it before I actually started it. But mm -hmm. I've just figured it out along the way. And that's mm -hmm. probably I'd say this to anybody. It's like, you should just start because then at least you're, you're one step closer. Yeah. If you don't start, you're never going to know. And nobody's an expert in the beginning. Yeah. We all just start somewhere. Totally. I really understand. It totally, totally gives me some goosebumps, actually, what you've just said, yeah. because I think that really resonates with me. So, look, yeah. um, so let's go into what Hire Her is, because um, yeah. our listeners may not have heard of it yet. So if yeah. you can just tell me, yeah, what is Hire Her? Yeah, so it's basically, it's a freelance platform. And what I mean by that is it connects businesses to talent. So whatever skills that you've got, you can list yourself up on the platform. You join for free, you create your account, you list out like, this is my business, this is what I do. And then um, then a business would go on there and if they needed to hire talent on demand. So for example, it's really good for short-term projects, I would say. So um, if you needed you know, a website build or you wanted somebody to help mm -hmm. you in a bit of PR work, if you needed a bit of social media work done, um, your logo designed, um, you needed a photographer, basically, you know, any kind of job that you can think of um, that you need an expert for, which I highly recommend experts because mm. they are really good at what they do, you mm. know, as opposed to like, here's an all-rounded person that can kind of do X, Y, Z. 
But if you're dealing with somebody that is doing the same thing on a day-to-day basis, you will get a lot of value um, to your bottom line in your business. So it's really good for them to then, the business just goes, they post a job, and then the freelancers apply for the job. And um, I've made it open to, it's free for small businesses mm. to use completely. Great. Well, so yeah. if a, free, a small business has a gap um, and they need to find someone to staff that gap, a freelancer, yes. it's, free, yeah. it's free for them. 100% free. And then even for the corporates, it's actually only just 2.9% that they have to pay when you're hiring online because um, you're paying through a credit card system and that just goes to the credit card um, processing provider. Just Stripe, it's like 2.9% and 30 okay. cents. So I take on the 30 cents. So it's but a yeah, lot less than going through a recruitment agency to find a short-term like, person. Absolutely. And all the talent is verified. Um, and I get to know, I've, I've pretty much gotten to know every single woman on that platform, mm. their business, who they are, what they specialize in. Mm. So I do help right now, whenever somebody has posted a job, like I am fully in with them, helping them, like walking them through the process, talking about the different talents, um, mm. these individual women and how they can help you and who's good at doing what. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. And like I was looking into some research and I know that you've touched on this in some of your media interviews over the last few months as well. Um, yeah. Regarding women, we were some of the hardest well, we were the hardest hit people during the yeah. pandemic. So there are some recent yeah. figures out that 11,000 New Zealanders lost their jobs at the start of the pandemic. That's last year, 2020. Yeah. Um, 10,000 10, of them were women. Yeah, I just can't believe that. Like, literally, so this is like the UN released a report which has said that 54 million women um, globally had, like, job losses. And then specifically in New Zealand, it was 10,000 which, you know, it correlates to the increase in self-employment. So last year there was a 14% increase in women being self-employed. And I can see this from mm. my business. Um, with Hire Her, a lot of the women that have joined actually set up their business last year. Wow. And I think, yeah, it's amazing. But you know what it is? It's probably, I, I do think that COVID has taught us how to work remotely, mm. you know, the ability to mm. like, because of technology, you know, mm. you've got Zoom and all that stuff. And yeah. to be able to then you know, you can have a nice balance, you can work from home, you don't have to be stuck in traffic, you can, you know, choose your hours, um, you can be flexible. So there's like just this changing world, I guess. Um, mm. And so women are kind of gone, right, um, I've lost a job, but I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to set myself up, I'm, you know, going to start my business. And then I think a lot of businesses as well, like kind of, New Zealand's got a while to catch up, so does Australia, but in a global level, there's about 70% of businesses that are outsourcing to experts like freelancers 70 percent that's huge yeah and Small is that is that yeah. more cost effective for them as a business to w- operate in that yeah. model than, than employing say a full-time social media expert or a full-time graphic designer or a full-time pr expert in-house yeah I think it depends on the business and what your strategy is. But if you're a small business, it does make sense. Instead of hiring somebody, a full-time staff, and you've got like the salary to pay the Kiwi saver, you've got a lot of things that come with hiring um, staff. And look, it, it really depends on what um, what your strategy is. But I think there's a lot of power in going, right, what are the key things that I can do in my business to move the needle? And sometimes you just, especially for small business owners who are so busy um, trying to like, They've got products to sell. They've got to manage that, you know, mm. get it out to customers, do the customer service, the sales. Mm. You know, you do need to outsource things. Mm. So that's where like, that growth has come about with going, um, 
even like virtual um i've seen a lot of virtual assistants come up virtual assistants yeah 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 that's a huge one right now yeah so definitely there's a lot of power and you know the thing is um actually the corporate companies too fortune 500 companies there's about 30 to 40 percent of them that now outsource to freelancers Mm. and google's workforce is 50% 50% of their workforce is freelancers. Wow, really? Gosh. Yeah. So is there any issues around trust? Because because I, you know, I know essentially I freelance, but at a bit of a, you know, a larger scale. But, you know, I, yeah. I have clients. I work remotely. I do work for them. I provide the work. They yeah. have to build that trust with me and that rapport. Um, a lot yeah. of the information that we work on is confidential. Um, yeah. So, you know, I know that sometimes freelancers can have a little bit of a, I don't know, a, a, not a bad stigma, but there's a bit of uncertainty maybe or an education piece that needs to be given to these businesses to, so they can feel confident about taking on a freelancer. Is that something that you feel is, is needed in New Zealand? I think so. I mean, look, like, well, through the platform, so whenever somebody does hire, they will be able to leave um, recommendations and reviews of the freelancer. So as the platform grows, that will be very helpful. But what I have said to the freelancers is make sure that if you have received any reviews and recommendations, like put it up on your profile. And then I think prior to hiring, the most important thing is just get on a call and have a chat or get on a Zoom call and talk to them. Mm. You know, look at their work and do look at the reviews and okay. um, their recommendations. Right. Yeah, I mean, at the beginning, like, you yeah. know, it's like with anything, right? You're taking a bet on it, but there is, like, data there. Like, you can – when I hired freelancers for my business, I pretty much based it on the reviews and recommendations, like, of their previous clients, and then I looked at their actual portfolio. Yes. I was like, show me the work that you've done. What is it that, you yes. know? And then that's a really good judge. Okay. Of, of, yeah. Right. And, and I spoke to them. I just jumped on the yeah. phone and had a chat, and you just get to know who you connect with. Yeah. that's important. So with your with hire her then could a business that sees a freelancer on your platform that they're interested in pick up the phone and give them a call before they commit to working with them? Yeah, so um, it's actually that functionality is built in the platform as well. So there's like a chat functionality, and then you can do voice and video calling. So what I've tried to do is I've tried to make it like so that this is like the one place that you can manage. So you basically post the job, you can um, interview the talent, you know, using the features. And then you've got like automatic invoicing, um, mm. you pay as you go as well. So um, basically that benefits like the freelancer and the employer. Mm. It keeps the freelancer motivated too, um, yeah. you know, just making sure that they also are a business. So getting paid right at the end of the job is really tough on the freelancer. Yeah. So I'm trying to protect both parties. And then if there's any issues and stuff, then I sort of, um, you know, there is like a, a team there to help with like, you know, if you've raised an issue or there's a problem there. Right. Oh, it sounds so good. So what I'm really interested in, what sort of prompted this idea in the first place? Yeah, I think, well, in, initially um, I wanted to look into freelancing myself and then I started looking at the um, platforms in a global sense and then also on a local basis. And so my thing is like, okay, how do you create something that's beautiful, functional and cost effective, you know, and it's all about like, how do you get um, I, and I was driven about women. I was like, you know, I knew that, you know, I saw this data and the stats. And then I was on these Facebook groups where women were um, always looking for opportunities to work mm. with one another. Mm. And so I was like, okay, how about I build something for women? Like if they're looking, you know, you've got a Facebook group and you're just messaging. Why don't I just create something which is like the same sort of level as like my global competitors of Upwork and Fiverr. They're like huge. Like Upwork is yeah. a... They make like 200 million a year or something. 
but you know they don't actually support the freelancers so for me it was like okay how do i make this that it's going to benefit the freelancers and it's also going to benefit the business yeah and so it was yeah i mean it's just i just really want to help women get as many jobs as possible and i want to also help businesses um outsource to the best experts you know but yeah. i want to do it in a very um in a beautiful way and in a cost effective way yeah your heart is there you know you've got your heart in the right place for this business so i think it's going to be a success so tell me when you started it you had just had your second child and so i'm guessing there wasn't much sleep happening (laughs) oh yeah honestly i just and that's the whole thing i think all that work i did the two years prior to um launching this business because inside of me i was like i really want to help women and i'm the other thing is I give back. So for every hire, um, a, uh, I give back to Ballyport, New Zealand and to Women's Refuge. Oh, so fantastic. Like yeah. the business is built on my principles of like, you know, how do you support? How do you empower? How do you give back? And mm. I didn't sleep and I worked. I honestly, I think there's no shortcuts in life. You do have to work really hard. And I used to work every night till two, three in the morning. And then my baby would wake up. I'd go get her a bottle feed. Then I would um, get some sleep and I'd be up again at like 7 a.m. to like, you know, look after my toddler. Yeah. You know, cause I'm yeah. still a full-time mom. I've got to do my chores. i got to clean. But, you know, it's, I think if you really believe in something, like if you really have that drive inside of you, like honestly, anything is possible. Mm. And I think that's just what keeps me going. I'm like, I have to do this mm. because there, do you know, there is no freelance platform for women. No, like, I know. Globally. So who, this is actually who, the first of its kind. I know. Amazing. First of its kind. So who built the platform for you? Did you outsource that? Yeah. So actually got, um, I had a team behind it, but I, the main person leading it, she's a mom and she's a woman. And she's amazing at what she does. And no, I didn't build everything from scratch because it's too expensive to yeah. um, uh, basically set up this from scratch. But what I did do is I was like, I need to test this concept. So I started off with a minimum viable product and I customized it all based on, you know, my requirements. And, mm. and that took a lot of time. And I just learned as I went, my head developer, she is amazing. Like we would have our kids screaming in the background <laughs> and we'd be working together. Yeah. And she, you know, this is the thing I really believe in about like if you have like when we talk about women supporting one another it's it's it should be from a financial and tangible standpoint too because an a woman that's empowered she also she need you know and what does that mean it means financially being able to like be secure right Mm. you know you can can, um make like the right decisions if you uh you've got the finances behind you Mm. so that's why i chose to back her back the mom mm, i love that so tell me priscilla i know that your platform has grown a lot since you launched it when did you actually launch it on the 21st of may oh congratulations yeah. Yeah. yeah can we talk numbers a little bit just um how has that growth what does that growth look like to you yeah it's been like it's been growing really quickly um so we're looking at about i think it's like close to 300 um freelancers that have signed up now I just, I think that it's just going to be more and more because there are just so many women out there that are setting up their businesses. And I I personally approach a lot of these women myself, like whenever mm-hmm. they're in these Facebook groups and stuff and they're just trying to promote themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is free completely. Like, just come on board, sign yourself up, you know, and I will help as much as I can yeah. to um, help you get the jobs. So yeah. I think that human touch point is really um, important part yes. of my business. Yes. That's the thing that a lot of these um, freelance platforms 
platforms and not doing is like they set up the technology but they forget that you've actually still got to connect with the people yeah really and that's that's how I sort of differentiate absolutely that's how we came across each other you reached out to me on LinkedIn and and asked me if I wanted to be part of it and I'm so grateful that you did so in terms of that, then you've got a, you've got a lot of insight into, I guess, why this this is needed. This is a gap in the market, um, mm-hmm. and you, as a female business owner yourself, must have some tips for other females that are starting your business or have created a freelancing business themselves. So, can you give us a few tips? Yeah, I think whenever you get into your business, you also have to understand what your skills are, what your strengths are, and what your weaknesses are, mm. and what you need to do is in the bits that are your strengths those should be your needle movers so you go like i'm really good at doing x y z and those are the things that you should really use to sell your business like Mm. so if you're really good at people like i love people right so i think the reason i'm succeeding in this business is because i truly care so i actually like put my heart and soul out there to every person that i talk to and i want to know their story and I want to help them. And that's what's actually helping my business. And also, I think, um, so use so use your strengths to your advantage. Know what those are, whether you're good at organizing, you're good at data, you're, you, know, you know, you love people, you mm. love marketing, you love sales, whatever it is, use yeah. your strengths. What your weaknesses are, try to use experts for that. Just, I know in the beginning, people say that you shouldn't be putting too much money behind your business. But the problem is, is that if you don't put money behind your business, your business mm. won't grow. You're going to be stuck in stale for a long time. You do need to get experts to help you out in certain spaces. Like mm. I think when you are starting a business, sales and marketing is and customer service are the three fundamentals of yeah. any business. You must be able to know your numbers. You know, you need to know what it's going to take to hit those numbers. You need to be doing a little bit of marketing. Don't do it in every channel. But just make sure that you do it through email 100% because that is the cheapest channel. And social media is extremely powerful. For most businesses, I would say go onto social. Um, and don't try to do it yourself all the time. There's mm. like a lot of like really good experts out there that can help you. Mm. Um, and I would also say, yeah, so sales, marketing, customer service, hiring to experts, um, mindset. So it's going to be very challenging. Um, look, nothing comes easy in life. But you have to remember that this is like a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm. So give yourself time to just um, go with the waves and don't feel determined or demotivated because um, it's good things do take time. Mm. They will. Um, and if you feel deflated, honestly, like you guys should just listen to Jamie Kern Lima's story. Like she is a woman who built a $2 billion business and sold it to L'Oreal. But along the way, she had so much rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, all the time, like nobody believed in her, but she just kept like getting herself back up, going, no, I believe in it. And mm-hmm. also I'm going to pivot and change my idea. Like, so mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing to say is don't be stubborn in business. Mm-hmm. Like if something isn't working, then you should go, okay, why isn't it working? And let me just um, figure that out and change a little bit. Yeah. I think those things are Great. really, really important. Yeah. Those are really valuable tips. And I love your passion. <laughs> More than anything, you have that passion that you're talking about there um, that, that, you know, people can, can find with the right mindset. So, yeah. yeah. Honestly, Linda, I'll just say something. Like, I hadn't worked in two years. I wasn't exposed to any of my old colleagues. Like, nobody believed in me, but I had to believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, I have to see this. I didn't even know when I launched Hire Her 
um, what it would be and what it could be. But I knew what was within me. I knew all the stories I'd listened to, which drove me to go right. Like, you know what, if Oprah Winfrey came from like a poverty background and built herself this amazing empire, yeah. most of the women and stories you listen to, mm -hmm. they actually all come from like very small beginnings. Mm -hmm. Like we all think that, oh, like success and being yeah. an entrepreneur and being super rich, it's happened overnight. No, no nothing happens overnight. No. Everybody came from like a small place. So that's the thing I would say to anyone, like if you have a dream, if you believe in something, you just invest in yourself yeah. and you just keep going because honestly there's so much power to that. So rewarding in the end. And um, yeah, yeah, that's a really nice note to leave it on. Yeah. So how yes. can people connect with you? Where, what is your website for this beautiful platform that you've created? Yeah, so um, the website is www.gohireher.com and um, I'm very active on Instagram. So it's um, at gohireher. Thanks so much, Priscilla. I know that this is just going to keep growing and growing and growing. And um, yeah, it's such a success story already. So well done and all oh, the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am so, so grateful. And I just, I think that, you know, if I can just help women and businesses and, you know, if I can just put my heart into actually adding value and doing the work, then the success will come. But I'm definitely not. And I'll say this last piece to anybody that's in business. For you to succeed, you cannot just do it for money. Like no. money is an element to it, but you 100% have to do it because you really believe in the thing that you're doing. That's that is your biggest driver, and that's what will make you succeed. Mm. Oh, that's so good. That's so true. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much.